0: Welcome to Love Uncensored, the modern guide to dating and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Colantoni, a dating and relationship coach. And each week, along with special guests who aren't afraid to speak their minds, we challenge norms and expectations in love and relationships. From childhood trauma to sex, we explore the uncomfortable and unspoken, providing valuable insight and actionable advice for building healthier relationships. Join us for candid conversations about all things love, whether you're single in a relationship or somewhere in between. So if you've been tuning into each episode, you're well aware that this year has presented its fair share of challenges. Towards the end of last year, my coaching practice experienced an overnight surge, attracting clients from all corners of the globe. It was an incredible development, but it came at a cost. I went from traveling extensively spending seven weeks on the move last year to working tirelessly for seven days a week from the moment I landed until I sat down to record this very episode. Self-care has never been my strong suit. I've struggled with setting boundaries, which I've come to realize through my own healing journey is a response to past traumas. I've always placed great value on things like self-improvement, discipline, hard work, perseverance, and resilience. However, over the years, this mindset has led me to sacrifice not only my social life, but now also my health. I share this because despite working with clients day in and day out, I too am a work in progress. And to add to the demands of my own work, my partner's career also became exceedingly demanding for very different reasons. So last year, we worked intensely throughout the holiday season while also dealing with our own fair share of family issues. Then, as you know, on January 4th, everything reached a breaking point when my body's limit had been surpassed. And I was diagnosed with a neurological disorder known as Mal-D debarkment syndrome. It's one of the strangest experiences I've ever encountered. I literally stepped onto a boat and my brain basically never disembarked. Looking back, it's something I can laugh about, but for about three months, it felt as though I were constantly on a never-ending boat ride. I cannot adequately come close to expressing the fear, the sickness, the confusion, and the desperation I felt. There were moments when I confided in my partner, expressing that I didn't want to continue living like this if it meant enduring it indefinitely. And understandably, he was deeply concerned and upset by my words to say the least. Yet upon reading online accounts of others who had been living with the disorder for over 40 years, I naturally spiraled into a state of complete panic. As it turns out, after years of battling insomnia and chronic fatigue, my body had basically reached its breaking point. Sleep has become one of the most challenging aspects of my life. Most days, even after eight hours of rest, I feel as though my eyes are bleeding. Towards the end of last year, I was grappling with chronic fatigue and brain fog to such an extent that forming coherent sentences became a struggle. And the mere thought of loading the dishwasher brought tears to my eyes. I knew something was wrong, but I was uncertain about what steps to take. My cognitive abilities were limited. And the most disheartening aspect was that people didn't believe me. Those closest to me just thought it was because I was an overachiever or because I was doing too much. But the reality was that there were days sometimes even weeks, when I was confined to the couch because my brain seemed so frozen in a state of paralysis. It was later revealed following my diagnosis of NDDS that my failure to address past traumas had actually prevented my brain from fully recovering. I existed in a perpetual fight or flight response leading to an extreme state of hypervigilance, This explained my inability to sleep soundly or experience restorative rest, but the most distressing aspect of MDDS was actually the gradual loss of my short-term memory as my brain became overwhelmed and could only focus on survival. I would literally forget the things I did moments after the fact, things like making myself a green tea or doing the washing. Over the past few months, I've undergone neurotherapy and worked alongside some amazing specialists who have guided me out of survival mode, teaching me how to sleep and regulate my nervous system. I am incredibly grateful to share that the MDDS has subsided. However, My journey is far from over. I am well aware that working excessively takes a severe toll on my body. So as this season of the podcast draws to a close, I want to conclude with an episode dedicated to self-care. In a few days, I'll be boarding a plane to Europe to attend the wedding of one of my best friends, where I plan to embrace deep reflection and much needed rest and relaxation. I've made a promise to myself that upon returning, I will work fewer hours, ensuring that I show up better on the days I do work. Recently, someone very dear to me was diagnosed with three different types of cancer, one of which is incurable. I firmly believe it is because they never had the opportunity to slow down in life and address their own traumas. I see every experience in life as an opportunity for growth and learning and The lesson I am taking from this is the importance of self-care. Health is a priceless asset that cannot be bought. Despite our best efforts to position ourselves for success, it is consistency in practicing self-care that truly matters. I now know with absolute certainty that failing to prioritize our well-being will eventually result in consequences. That cannot be ignored, potentially leading to exorbitant costs just to maintain our vitality and survival. So, in this episode, I plan to discuss the alarming state of our society's well being, why it's time to shift our mindset regarding health, and the valuable lessons I've learned about self care. I really believe that we as a society are facing a profound state of unwellness. The insights shared by renowned figures such as the holistic psychologist and Gabor Maté shed light on the factors contributing to this pervasive issue. They bring attention to the systemic problems that plague us and urge us to address the root causes of our collective suffering. The Holistic Psychologist with her amazing and deep understanding of the human psyche highlights how our modern lifestyles and cultural norms have disconnected us from our true selves. We are constantly bombarded with external stimuli, overwhelmed by the pressures to conform and achieve and this incessant busyness and pursuit of external validation have left us, myself included, depleted, anxious, and disconnected from our own needs. The result is a society that is emotionally and mentally exhausted, lacking a solid foundation for overall well-being. Then there's Gabor Matei, the renowned physician and expert in trauma, who emphasizes the impact of unresolved emotional pain and childhood experiences on our current state of health. He highlights how unaddressed trauma manifests in various forms of addiction, stress-related illnesses, and mental health disorders. Our society's high prevalence of addiction, whether it be substance abuse, workaholism, or excessive consumption, is a clear indication of the deep-rooted pain and disconnection we collectively experience. And the consequences of this unwell society are far-reaching. Just look at the rise of chronic physical and mental health conditions, strained relationships and the pervasive sense of dissatisfaction. Our societal structures and values often prioritize things like productivity and external achievements over genuine well-being. And this pursuit of success and material wealth takes precedence, leaving very little room for self-reflection, emotional healing, and nurturing authentic connections. But the wisdom shared by the holistic psychologist and Gabor Matei serves as a powerful reminder that healing is possible, both individually and collectively. I really truly believe that by addressing our traumas, reconnecting with ourselves and fostering compassionate communities, we can pave the way towards a healthier and more balanced society. This means acknowledging and processing our emotional wounds and making time for self-reflection, self-care and introspection. It's not always easy, but this process also allows us to align our actions with our values, set and make choices that support our physical, emotional and mental health. But all of this is really meaningless without boundaries. Boundaries play a crucial role in practicing effective self-care. Basically, boundaries are the guidelines we set for ourselves to protect our physical, emotional, and mental well-being. They create a framework that allows us to navigate relationships, commitments, and external demands in a way that preserves our physical, emotional, and mental health. Think of boundaries as an act of self-respect and self-preservation. It involves clearly communicating our limits, saying no when necessary, and prioritizing our own needs without guilt or apology. Boundaries also play a vital role in maintaining healthy relationships. They define the parameters of what we find acceptable and unacceptable in our interactions with others. By setting clear boundaries, what we're actually doing is communicating our expectations and ensuring that our relationships are built on mutual respect and reciprocity. Try to think of boundaries as a way for you to say yes to what aligns with your values and priorities, while also saying no to situations or individuals that drain your energy or compromise your well being. Boundaries are so important because they also contribute to our sense of self worth and personal empowerment. When we establish and enforce boundaries, we demonstrate to the people in our lives that we value ourselves and our needs. So without boundaries, we risk depleting our energy by overextending ourselves, taking on more than we can handle or tolerating toxic and unhealthy dynamics. And this can lead to things like burnout, resentment, and a diminished sense of self. So by recognizing and respecting our boundaries, we send a powerful message to ourselves and others that our needs matter and deserve attention. Having personally struggled with boundaries my entire life, I have experienced firsthand the detrimental effects they can have on relationships. This year, my partner and I have faced the consequences of my lack of boundaries, He has witnessed me sleep deprived, unable to function properly and struggling to maintain my balance. There have been moments where I have felt so weak that even the simple task of getting ready for bed becomes overwhelming and the exhaustion has led to breakdowns where facing another day feels next to impossible. As a result, our intimacy has suffered and we've gone through weeks where we have felt more like roommates than lovers. In the midst of it all, I haven't even had time to hang out with my dog, who was only just a puppy months ago, let alone prioritize my own well-being. I have been confined indoors, disconnected from daylight, and neglected the importance of physical movement and exercise. To help me navigate these challenges, I have started following the work of Kayla Barnes and Andrew Huberman, both of which focus on the importance of health in their teachings. Their philosophy basically revolves around holistic well being and emphasizes the interconnectedness of our physical, mental, and emotional health. They stress the importance of setting boundaries as a means of preserving our energy prioritizing self-care and cultivating balanced relationships according to both of them health is not merely the absence of illness but a state of optimal functioning in all areas of our lives it involves consciously establishing boundaries that allow us to recharge prioritize self-care and engage in activities that promote our overall well-being I'm such a big fan of the work that Kayla Barnes does. Her philosophy centers around the belief that true health encompasses not only the physical body, but also the mind and spirit. She believes that by addressing the underlying factors that contribute to imbalances such as stress, emotional well being, nutrition, and lifestyle choices, we can achieve a state of vibrant health. One of the key principles in Barnes's philosophy is the importance of self-care. She advocates for setting boundaries, prioritizing rest and relaxation, and engaging in activities that bring joy and fulfillment. Barnes emphasizes that self-care is not selfish, but a necessary component of maintaining overall well-being. Barnes also recognizes the power of the mind in influencing our health. So she encourages practices such as mindfulness, meditation, and positive affirmations to cultivate a healthy mindset and reduce stress. By harnessing the mind-body connection, Barnes also believes we can tap into our innate healing abilities and support our overall well-being. Then there's Andrew Huberman, the renowned neuroscientist and researcher known for his contributions to the field of human behavior and the science of learning. His philosophy towards health is deeply rooted in understanding the workings of the brain and the intricate relationship between neuroscience and well-being. Huberman's philosophy emphasizes the power of neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to reorganize itself and form new neural connections throughout life. He believes that by harnessing this plasticity, we can actively shape our brain's function and optimize our health. A central aspect of Huberman's philosophy is the role of stress and relaxation in our well being. He highlights the importance of understanding the stress response and its impact on the body and mind. Through his research, Huberman explores various techniques and approaches, such as breath work, meditation, and specific visual exercises that can actually activate the body's relaxation response and promote a state of calm and balance. Huberman's philosophy also delves into the significance of sleep and its. Profound effects on our overall health, which is obviously something I resonate deeply with. He emphasizes the importance of establishing healthy sleep patterns and creating an optimal sleep environment. His research demonstrates that quality sleep is vital for cognitive function, emotional regulation, memory consolidation, and overall well being. I share all of this because if we really want healthy and long lasting romantic relationships, it's crucial to prioritize our own health and practice self-care. Taking care of ourselves not only benefits our individual well-being, but also positively impacts our relationships in several ways. Firstly, practicing self-care allows us to show up as our best selves in our relationships. When we prioritize our physical, emotional, and mental health, we have more energy, patience, and even emotional stability to invest in our partnerships. And By addressing our own needs and practicing self-compassion, we are also better equipped to navigate conflicts, communicate effectively, and foster a nurturing and supportive environment for both ourselves and our partners. Self-care also promotes a sense of independence and personal fulfillment. Basically, when we engage in activities that bring us joy or pursue our passions or set boundaries that protect our well-being... We develop a really strong sense of self and this self-assurance and self-love contribute to healthier relationships by reducing codependency and fostering a balanced dynamic based on mutual respect and support. Practicing self-care also sends a powerful message to our partners about our self-worth and the value we place on our own health and happiness. It encourages them to prioritize their own well-being as well, creating a culture of self-care within the relationship. It also ensures that we can provide sustained support and love to our partners over the long term. Yet, when we neglect our own well being, we may become emotionally depleted, physically exhausted, or mentally overwhelmed, which I know from a firsthand experience can strain the relationship. The more self care we prioritize, the more we cultivate resilience balance and a sense of inner strength that allows us to be present and supportive even during challenging times. Life can be really, really difficult and it's not always easy to prioritize self-care. Things like going to bed early or cooking healthy meals all the time. We all face moments when, as one of my clients says, life be lifing by throwing unexpected obstacles and demands our way. However, even in the midst of chaos and adversity, I firmly believe that we are only one decision away from creating a completely different life for ourselves. As I prepare to fly to Europe, I am making a conscious choice to be officially off duty. It means no new clients until I return, limited accessibility for my current clients and a laser focus on reconnecting with myself, my partner, my friends and the world around me. It may feel unfamiliar and even uncomfortable initially, but I know deep down that my body will thank me for it. This means that the podcast will naturally be taking a pause as well. While this happens, my hope for you is that you also use this time as an opportunity to listen to your body's messages. What is it trying to tell you? Do you need rest, more downtime on the couch, quality time with friends, a dose of sunshine, nourishing food, or perhaps the courage to say no more often? Embrace the wisdom within and honor the whispers or gentle cues that your body may be giving you to slow down. Because if you don't, you run the risk of those whispers getting louder until you're forced to hit pause like I was. During this break, I also encourage you to explore past episodes too, revisit the conversations and let me know what you want to hear more of next. I can't wait to reconnect with you all filled with renewed energy and ready to embark on an exciting new season. Until then, take care, be kind to yourself and remember that you should never have to compromise or apologize for your well-being. Oh, and stay tuned for the upcoming season where we'll continue to explore all things love and life.